Germany, after the war, they tried several times to make their own fighter aircraft, and they ended up in the end mostly either just buying ones from us, the U.S., or building ones with other Europeans. But this was one of the things that went up against the F-104. It's the Heinkel HE-31 Floret, which I think is some kind of sword, um, like a saber. Huh. And and I love it because it's like it's like a West German MiG-21 with a bit of F-5 say. Freedom Fighter in it. Big pointy intake on the front. And it's uh, like they designed this in like the late 50s, and this was their idea, like, well, we can make a domestic one. This is the last time Heinkel would try to make a fighter aircraft. I'm, like, um, I'm torn, right? Because on the one hand, I'm like, this looks pretty good. On the other, I'm like, yeah, this is what air superiority fighters look like in the 60s if the Nazis won the war. Like, uh, well, it, I actually, yeah. I threw this in the, 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 I'm sure like at least half of the listeners will be familiar with the, the new order mod for Hearts of Iron 4, which is basically Cold War with the Nazis and Japanese and whatever if they'd won. And I Never actually threw this to the Discord being like, hey, this would be better than whatever you have in the tech tree for the 60s for a German fighter. And I never got a reply. And then I checked the game after the mod after the most recent hotfix. And guess what they have in the 60s slot for German fighters now? Uncredited developer. Yeah. Well, you know what? Eh, whatever. I'm happy where they went with it. But but I don't feel too bad for Heinkel because they ended up license building oh, the F-104 for, for Lockheed in West Germany. And they would also end up being absorbed in the Airbus. Yeah, it's cool how if you look up the constituent parts of Airbus, it's like, uh, you know, the uh, Herr Nazi, uh, Nazi airplane factory, uh, defunct in 1946, absorbed into Airbus 1960. Mm-hmm. A lot of these companies, and then you look at, like, like Heinkel and Messerschmitt, they both kept trying to make fighters up until the 60s, and they just eventually kind of gave up or license produced stuff. Yeah, Heinkel they tried, tried to sell to... them to, like, Spain and stuff, uh, yeah, and then, and, and like, the Egypt... Arab countries. William Messerschmitt tried to make jets for Spain and then Egypt. Kurt Tank went to Argentina and then India. Imagine a Nazi actually... going to Argentina. Yeah, I know. The whole uh, imagine a Nazi too. going to Egypt. Um, yeah. the, you know, all of this. Imagine yeah, a Nazi yeah, yeah. going to India. <laughs> you go where the budget is, you know, and... Uh, yeah, I, like I just the... threw that in because it was cool looking. I like when Airbus makes military aircraft because it implies the existence of a fighter bus. And a uh, <laughs> fighter bus, and like a fighter bomb, bus, you know, a bomber bus, you know, a sort of a reconnaissance bus, you know, some kind of, some kind of, I, I don't it's know, still I've, for some reason an A three twenty one, yeah, they just a, put a, a cargo bus, which is just a truck. Um, <laughs> I think there are mods for Grand Theft Auto for all of this. Oh yeah, I, I put in, I put in a slide here of the the West German experience with. The F-104. And first of all, just look at this thing. Look how much shit it's got hanging off of it compared to the nice, beautiful, sleek lines that we saw earlier. Um, That's probably fine. Yeah, it's, probably it's, fine. it's very bloated, which is uh. the same. Because um, nobody wants a pure interceptor anymore. The doctrine has like, shifted back around. And so, unlike the US, the Luftwaffe, which has no money, can't keep this inventory of like different fighters it has to have one thing that does everything. There's a great German phrase I'm going to teach you for this that's far more evocative than jack of all trades. It has to be an eierlegende Wollmilchsau. It has to be. Sorry, a... What was that about war crimes? <laughs> <laughs> it has. It has to be a woolly, egg-laying, milk-giving pig. It has to I'm do. Gonna, 
Oh, I'm so going to start made saying that. Yeah, that. That's the most German thing I've ever heard in my life in translation. I'm going to start using the that. Milk, Sal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even before you put any of this shit on there. I'm feeling it's... strangely aroused. Why is that? You <laughs> <laughs> found your persona, Liam. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. That is too much money, man. I spent too much money on too many things. <laughs> <laughs> so if even without any of the shit on that, this is already a third again as heavy as the original Starfighter. Um, and now they want to do other shit with it. They want to do bombing with it, which means you have to put bombs on it, and bombs are heavy. They want to do long range shit with it, and that means you've got to put fuel tanks on it, and fuel tanks are heavy. And the other thing is. East German airspace is terrifying. The Russians, the Soviets, very, very good at making surface air missiles. Um, pretty good at making uh, like mobile gun systems for shooting down aircraft. Um, it's still pretty good at both of those things today, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so because this is the front line against the most probable enemy. Uh, you know, the social fascists of, of West Germany. Um, East German airspace is incredibly heavily defended, and so the Luftwaffe comes to the conclusion that you don't fly at more than like 250 feet of altitude, that's a suicide mission. And that has like a 90% fatality rate, we imagine. Jesus Christ. Um, we have the option design. is not suicide. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the, the decision is, well, fine, we just fly low. We fly at like 50 feet, like maximum, absolute like treetop level flying. And so in order to do that, you have to train the same way. And so it's not at all uncommon that you're around like an airbase in West Germany. You just like you're driving along the road or whatever. One of these comes over like and sort of fucking grazes the top of your car at Mach 2. Um, because that's what they expect to have to do in World War Three is breathtakingly low altitude, high speed flying. Um, it's which just is fucking like barnstorming. Yeah. Like you fly yeah. the plane through someone's barn and then yeah. the plane explodes because it's gone too fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is extremely dangerous with any plane, <coughs> but like doubly so with a plane that's like, this and triply so with a plane like this that's like out of spec, as it were. Yeah, I feel like uh, this this uh strategy is actually a lot more dangerous than they think it is. Um, oh yes. Yeah. Well, the other things are things are dick is not what I would choose to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 And there can be said so many things with the Cold War where they come up with this idea, it's like, well, this is probably a little dangerous, but how dangerous could it really be? And the Very answer is, is always out. so much more dangerous. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of things in Europe are six-story buildings, um, which are <laughs> 60 feet high, usually. Um, Unusually so, tall pine trees, hills. Pine tree, maybe, uh, yeah, a small hill. Um, I don't know, maybe a radio tower or like a, um, I, I, I maybe a kid is flying a kite and it gets sucked in the engine and it blows up by <laughs> a, a slightly too high VW van bus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just shears the top off of a off of a regular land bus. Some um, kind of like tide arch bridge, you know. I, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of things you're gonna run into at 50 feet well, Germany, altitude. Germany has terrain, like as much as we talk about the folder gap, it's it's got topography. 
Um, I'm sure the plane is talking to you about it constantly. <laughs> terrain, terrain, <laughs> terrain, Nine. terrain. Nine, I want to blow up. up. <laughs> this this might even be pre. Uh, this, this might even be pre GPWS. It may not. Yeah, this, I mean, this is pre bitch and Betty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next slide, please. I got a really fun detail about this, which is. Um, oh, this is great. So they, they painted worked. they painted this up in a unique livery for this, which I really like. Um, so the Luftwaffe also went to Lockheed, and they're like, "We want a rocket-assisted takeoff version of this because it's only been twenty years since we've killed all of our best pilots with rocket aircraft, <laughs> and old habits die really we're ready, fucking hard." We're ready to do it again. <laughs> None of our planes turn our pilots into soup high commodities. You have given us a raw deal. Put a rocket on it. Yeah, for all time's sake, we need to melt a couple of them. Um, the deal with this is, this launches from a standing start. This fires out of the hangar. You keep this in a hardened <laughs> shelter, and then you just light up this big fucking rocket, incinerate this is, this any the of the ground of crew. Who, cartoon. <laughs> you aren't fast with enough runners. But you know what? You know what's crazy? This isn't the stupidest idea like this they thought of before they settled on this. This was another thing where they had German companies looking at building something of their own. They had like Focke Wolf and Messerschmitt looking at planes that launched vertically like fucking rockets. Like <laughs> they were looking at all sorts of ridiculous shit like this. This, this was the least ridiculous the thing they ended up with. We may have lost the war and gotten owned. However, Maybe this was not such a bad idea. Um, they did <laughs> just like a, they did. like East German Air Command. You're watching all this shit happen. Like, goddamn, those guys are morons. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, put in some more air defense, which is you know we're not even ever gonna have to use it, but we can keep making them do stupid shit because we have it. <laughs> <laughs> These guys it are is. such dumb cops. We need to build a wall to keep them out. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, like an unforced error. They yeah, did, that's um, the other issue. You're flying at 50 feet. You're rammed straight into the, the iron curtain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big barbed wire imprint. So yeah. they did. They did eight test launches of this before they were finally persuaded by Lockheed. This is a terrible fucking idea. Do not ever do this. When the guy tried to sell you the arms, is like, guys, this is a terrible fucking <laughs> idea. Maybe you should take that as an indicator of something. If you guys tried a runway, uh, if you, it's, if you, it's just made of asphalt, you know, it's real cheap. <laughs> if you want to feel even more anxious about this, this was going to carry nuclear weapons. <laughs> oh yeah, this had this had because because uh, while Germany did, didn't have nuclear weapons, it was one of the countries that basically had the responsibility if a nuclear war started to carry U.S. nuclear weapons, and this fucking thing was the thing that was going to carry it for most of the Cold War for Germany. Oh, boy, like fifty <laughs> feet, and it whacks into like I don't know uh, a, a pole of some kind. Yeah, like a maypole. Yeah, <laughs> children's hospital, yeah. <laughs> Not even a tall one, just a normal yeah. one. Yeah, it was like a normal one, yeah. Was, <laughs> Yo, I, okay, this would, I, this would, Devin, you might have to take this one out. <laughs> like, could he, could easily, that could easily hit like a, uh, some kind of, uh, you know, a steeple on a church, though. Like, not oh, yeah. even a big it's church, like one in a any village. Any of the, like, leftover Nazi paraphernalia, you know. Um, yeah. But, so... Next slide, please. This is deadly as fuck, is the other thing about this. 